Well, greetings, saints of God, Triple C Podcast. We greet you this morning in divine love on this Sunday, March the 21st, 2021. Let's open the podcast with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this Sunday morning. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to partake of your word. It is definitely our spiritual food, our spiritual nourishment. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil be horrified because we have not quit and the podcast is still growing and building. We thank you now. Bless the words of my mouth and may the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. And bless every podcast listener that will hear these words today and days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as we get going this Sunday morning, we're going to look at John chapter 14. We're going to look at verses 14 through 20. I'll read the scripture, the word of God, and then we'll give the title of this podcast. Reading from the King James Version of the Bible, from John chapter 14, starting at verse number 14, the red letter edition of the Bible is Jesus speaking, and he's talking to his disciples. He says, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. And last verse for 20. And that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. The title of this podcast today, When God is in the Building. You'll see where I'm going in just a minute. When God is in the Building. I didn't say it on last Sunday or the Sunday before, I believe, but I still recognize that we are, even though vaccinations are happening, people of God, we are still very much in the height of the pandemic. The various... uh, strands are emerging and they're taking root even though first and second shots of Moderna and Pfizer now J&J the Johnson and Johnson shot are starting to cross our country that's a blessing but do not relax your position do not think that now because I've got my second shot I can relax my mask I can go back to normal we must understand I'm a firm believer after studying the scriptures that when God allowed the pestilence to happen Every believer that wiped the spiritual blood over their doorpost, that the deaf angel would pass over their house, after they came out of that, had to believe that they would never return back to what was the old normal. We have to develop what we will call a new normal. We have a different way of living. I don't know about you, but it surely has changed my direction. It's changed how I see. It changed how I interact. It changed how I greet. We're not there yet. So we're going to continue to pray. We're going to continue to lift up those who are still losing their lives. We're going to continue to pray for those who are still on the ventilators. And let's not think about it in such a way that, guess what, I've got my shot, it's all over. No, there's still many, many hundreds of thousands still in hospitals around the world. There are still people getting infected. They're lifting the ban and schools will start. And they've already reduced the social distancing from six feet to three feet for our babies. But we got to understand, even though the teachers still have to remain, it's going to be difficult to merge them all in together and keep them corona free. 
So we got to pray a spiritual hedge of protection around all those that live in the various states where people still don't think it's real, still think it's fake news, still think it's not real, and in that regard. So I just wanted to put that public service announcement out on this podcast this morning. We, the people of God, we know that God has allowed things to happen well above our human mind. And we don't know why, but we know that God can and God will in his time. Amen. So let's look at the scriptures on this morning. And and from a, a podcast title, When God is in the Building. Let me say this first. For every person who's partially back in the physical church building, for those who believe that they better stay home for a while longer, let me tell you something. I've always said this through the years of ministry. You are the church. Ten fingers, ten toes, seven holes in your head. Count them if you don't believe me. But you are the mobile church. Where God is, he said in the scriptures, that's where you are or that's where you should be. Here's what we said. It's really the presence of God. It's about the presence of God. And wherever, if you're a firm spiritual believer and you believe that God is omnipresent, that means he's everywhere at all times. I've said it through the years. There is not a spot where God is not. Where you are, God is. Wherever you will go, God's already going to beat you there and beat you back to your returning destination because that's who the kind of God we serve. Amen. So as we look at the scriptures, the presence of God, the Son of God, what does that mean? It's the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So as I thought about Every week when I finish a, a, even a sermon or a sermonette or a podcast or whatever you would call it in that regard, I also think about, I often think about what else would you have us to know as the people of God? Well, he gives me words and I like to say they come hot off the wire. These are not pre-recorded. I ain't got it scripted to the point where I've been studying it all week. I've allowed God to just let his word permeate in the spirit and then it bubbles up and comes out. It's for me. First, and then it speaks prayerfully to the people that will hear. That is the prayer and my goal. So as I look at today, and I thought about this, this is from a sermon title that I preached many, many years ago, but I thought it would be applicable for the podcast. When God is in the building, and I know your mind go to the physical church building, but you'll see where I'm going in just a minute. So let's look at a few things this morning. The current state of the world. The world right now, as I like to call it, sin sick. S-I-N, sick. There's all kinds of things happening. Yes, we're still living in a world, as I've said it through the years, we're living in a world gone wild. Babies still having babies. Folks still raping and robbing in the midst of a pandemic when they should be sheltered in place. They are causing havoc, hell, and discontent. That's what people do in this world. We still got people from the uttermost to the guttermost doing all kinds of things. As I often said, from the White House insurrection to our house, people are still doing what? Home invasions. They're pirates and porch packaging thieves. That's happening because 90% of the population has to shop via Amazon and those other websites and not go to the physical store. But people look, and that's just targets for people who don't think godly. They think like the lowercase g of the Bible. He's an inventor of evil things. Never, ever forget that. That's his whole world. I don't ever get tired of saying John chapter 10 and verse number 10. For the thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy you must get that in your spirit. The devil don't care how much stuff you have. 
He wants to destroy your faith in your relationship with God. Hello, Holy Ghost. The world right now is in a quandary. The world is in flux. The world is flipping upside down. The world is unstable. James chapter 5 says it, verses around 5 through 8, says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man ask anything of the Lord. That's the world. Today you're happy. Tomorrow you're sad. Today you got joy. Tomorrow you're pissed off. Things happen. Instant, from instant to instant, you never know how a person is going to be. We're not consistent. That's the world's mindset. God is trying to give you that peace in a troubled land. God is trying to allow you to walk by the spiritual still waters that David talked about in the first psalm. That's what God's trying to give you. But here's what I've learned. Only you can keep your past present in your life. Only you can keep all the hell, hate, and discontent forever before your cranial. That's your mind, your brain. Only you can keep all the things before you and keep living in them. We'll never forget them. We have to learn to forgive. We may not be the same after forgiving, but we have to forgive and keep moving forward. Now, it changes your trajectory, as I like to say. I'm still moving upward, but I'm moving in a different level of my thinking. I'm moving in a different level of my faith. I'm moving to believe that God is really real. I don't understand it all the time. But if I'm going to follow God and his teaching, I've got to believe that God knows what's best. That takes time. That don't come overnight. So back to the world. The world is doing what it's doing because if you're influenced by the wicked one, it's been said, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And I'm encouraging you, child of God, don't you fall for the old okie doke. Don't you let the devil bamboozle you. Don't you let the devil hoodwink you into believing that God doesn't love you because you're going through. Many sicknesses are not unto death. Some unfortunately do, but God knew the life of those that had to go ahead and expire now. God, I believe, and this is my belief, that God has allowed many of our loved ones that they would seriously suffer even harder if they had to remain in the midst of this current pandemic. And God wanted to give them a peace which surpasses all human understanding so they wouldn't have to struggle and wonder why and where are they? I haven't seen them. I haven't touched them. That's just my belief in that regard. So don't let the world get you going. Amen? The second thing is the church. Where's the church? The church right now for every uh, preacher, every poli political preacher, for every preacher that's all about the wealth and all the prosperity message, they're struggling right now. Why? Because the physical presence means that people are not giving into the pot. You can't swipe your card with that swiper on their phones. You can't give in the kiosk and all those things. So they're struggling to try to make sure that they fund their vision, their dreams. See, God's vision is that none should perish, but that all may come unto repentance and be saved in the name of Jesus Christ. But all the things that we're experiencing, they're glitz, they're glamour. And I'm not saying they're wrong, but oftentimes they're not God's vision. That's man's vision. That's man's vision for man. And then we fund man's vision for himself. That's why they live in luxury lives. And yet you sometimes struggle. But that's the church. Church ain't about just the choir. 
Church is about singing unto the Lord to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. But it shouldn't become a competition. That's what it does. That's the church. And lastly, the state of man. Where are we? I believe that many today are still trying to find him or herself. I'm a firm believer that man wants to belong to something that can validate and, and make them valid and more image-wise that they are important in what they do. I said it and I preached this before. Image ain't everything. Some people flipping the script trying to keep up with the Joneses and though you call them on it, they say, oh, no, no, not me. It doesn't matter. Guess what? My old man would say, if you like it, I love it. Because I ain't got to live your life. Amen. So God bless you. But that's what man does in this life. So there's some things. Let's look at the scripture and then we'll get ready to bring the podcast to a close. So the world, the church, and man, that's what happens when God is not present in the building. I'm still going somewhere. So remember, when God is in the building, and I'm going to conclude with that in just a moment. So here's where we are. Here's what happens sometimes. Sometimes we get caught up. Even the best and most spiritual child of God gets caught up. We shouldn't strive to. We're not purposely trying to. But don't forget, we are what? Still human. That humanness should not become your excuse nor your crutch. But it's a reality. This is what I know God. Paul said it best in Romans chapter 7. The very things I hate to do, I wind up doing. Why? Because he said there's no good thing that dwelleth in your flesh. That's why you have to be born again. That's why you have to seek the spirit of God. That's why Romans 8 and 14 says, For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. God's going to do his best to lead you. You can lead a what? A horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. God's trying to lead you to the spiritual water, but he ain't going to force you to drink. He's going to make the way prepared for you. You've got two roads you can choose. You can choose the wide road that everybody's on, or you can choose the narrow road that don't look as appealing. But I believe the wide road leads to death, hell, and destruction. And the narrow road, if you walk by a blind faith, will lead you to life and peace in God. Amen. So here's the things, and then we'll close. Sometimes when you get caught up, you got to understand believer. Here's where we are. The first thing you have to do is what the scripture says in verse 14. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. The first thing is you have to ask. Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto thee. If you ask, you shall receive. If you seek, you shall find. If you knock, the door shall be open unto you. The Lord says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Open up. It's me. I'm not a faker. I'm not a fraud. Here I am. I want to come in and sup, sit down with you for a little while. So the first thing, believer, you have to ask. The second thing in verses 15 through 16 says it this way. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. The second thing is, you've got to love God and his word, and you've got to strive to keep it. But don't forget, as I said earlier, you're still human. You're still subject to falling short. You're still subject to not crossing every T or not dotting every I. But that should not be your excuse or your crutch. 
But you must believe and love God enough to not look at his Bible as a fiction book. It is God's unadulterated word. It's God's word that will give you spiritual nourishment to be able to stand in the midst of a wicked world. It's God's word that will cause you to be able to stand when you feel like you can't hold on a little while longer. You're on your knees and you're crying out to God and you're saying, God, how long? And God's telling you, not long, child of God. You've got to stand on the word. The Bible says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God shall always stand. Don't you stand on the presidential platform. You stand on the word of God. Don't you stand on your senator. You stand on the word of God. Don't you stand on your local mayor. You don't stand on your local alderman. You stand on the word of God. And how do you know that tree? What? By the fruit that it bears. So you tell me that you love me, but yet you do not show me. So you've got to love God and his word. And the third thing and the last thing for today, here's what he says in verses 17 through. Even the spirit of truth, when the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Then Jesus says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while. And the world, I told you about the world, seeth me no more. But ye see me. Why? Because your faith. Because I live, ye shall live also. And the last verse, as we close the podcast, he says it this way. And that day ye shall know that I am in my Father. Hello, Holy Ghost. I'm in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. When God is in this building, the spirit is set free. When God is in the building, as he said, the wounded are made whole. When God is in the building, he'll take your tragedy and make it a triumph. When God is in the building, he'll make your mess into a miracle. When God is in the building, you find that the tears you shed may not be tears of sadness, but tears of joy. When you find that God is in the building and when his spirit illuminates the place, whether it's your house, whether it's your car, whether it's on your job, when you know that God is with you. Here's what the old saying would say. And this is the last thing you have to do. The first thing you got to ask, the second thing you got to love God and God's word. And as the old Dr. Watts saint would say, that third thing you just have to know. When you know that you know that you know that though the world will try to slay me, yet will I trust God. Though you try to lie on me and you ridicule and you come several months later with some Ah, cockamamie story that you think the devil is going to win. You're a liar, and God's going to win over you. When God is in the building, many things can happen. When God is in the building, you'll rise up and get a little pep in your step. When God is in the building, you'll find your oxygen level going back to the normal. When God is in the building, you'll find you're not as, as tired as you used to be. When God is in the building, you can go just a little further and you'll be that train that says, I think I can. I think I can. When God is in the building, you'll think I can. Well, no, I know I can. Why? For the Bible says, I, Philippians 4.13, I can do what? All things through Christ which strengthens me. So yet you tried to kill me, devil, but <laughs> I'm still here. That's how you fight. 
and you stand. I know we don't look at life the same way, but you stand in conclusion and you remember when God is in the mobile building church, there's nothing you can't do. When God is in the mobile building, you can leap walls in a single bow. When God is in the building, amen, you will have somebody that be just like scotch tape. You may can't see him, but you know that he's there. When you got God in the building, he's just like what KFC. He is finger licking good. When you got God in the building, hello, Holy Ghost, he's better than any kind of soup that you can have. When God is in the spirit in the building, you can be set free. As the songwriter says, as we close in a prayer, when the spirit and where the spirit is, there's liberty. Simple song says, well, the spirit Father, in the, the name Lord of Jesus, is. as we conclude Triple C's podcast on this Sunday, 21st day of March, we trust that you will set us free. The Lord is. And you will let us know that we shall yeah. not know defeat. And may everyone that will listen to this podcast be blessed. Until the next podcast, Tony and Triple C podcast, out in Jesus' name. Go in freedom, go in peace, go in love. God bless you. If you love him, can you just wave that hand and let him know that you love him? Come on, I want to hear you tell him that you love him. Come on, tell the Lord that you love him. Come on, family. Come on, John. Say it one time, John. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There is liberty. Of the spirit, where the spirit of the Lord, of the Lord is, the captives are set free. The wounded. Where the spirit is. Where